Welcome Adventure. my name is Vadivas, and today we will talk a little bit about detours and giving up and failure and all those negative, not really nice things, right? Um, we gotta talk about this, because it's very important to me right now. Because as some people already know, last week a lot of things went really wrong. So, because of that... Um, I have to push back TwitchCon, for example. I can't go this year after all, even though somebody would be paying for my flight because all the other costs around it just would not be a smart idea, right? So, I would say, if you really want to do something, then go for it, right? And you should. But in this case, for example, I still have some money on the side and I can either use that to now find a way around my problem that I have with the company and instead going like for a different route, like having a detour for a while, but still getting like forwards, making money, building something up. Or I could just throw it out of the window, go to TwitchCon in hopes of maybe me meeting someone who can help. But uh, so that's why I wouldn't do that right now. I won't do that right now, right? So... I think an important thing about giving up, quote-unquote, on some things sometimes, or just, like, not doing them. I'm not really sure I would always call it giving up. Um, but for that, you ha sometimes have to do it, right? Sometimes reality doesn't really want the way you want. And even if you're super positive and you know it will work out in the end, usually you don't know the whole way, right? You know where you are right now. Perfectly. If you don't, you don't know where you are, then, you know, go back like two episodes of this podcast and, and start figuring out where you are. And then the second part is sort of got to know where you want to go, right? Maybe not 100%, maybe not fully. Maybe you don't know, like, the specifics. Like, I want to live in a big house with a good internet connection and not too close to too many other people could say that, but maybe you don't know the country or state or wherever you want to go, right? Or um, maybe you're like, I want to live somewhere where it's warm. That's a lot of places in the world. Or maybe I want to influence a lot of people or I have a lot of reach so I can help a lot of people. But you don't really have the numbers or how you want to do that yet. But you sort of have the, like, rough direction, right? So, a lot of things um, then seem very straightforward. And a lot of people think that's how success works. You have this one brilliant idea, and you know where you are, and you go for that one idea, and suddenly everything works out, and you're, like, just there. But in reality, it's never like that. In reality, there are detours, and... Yeah, there are a lot of problems in the way, and sometimes there will be a landslide in your way. It's not like one thing that goes wrong, or two, it's all of them at once on the same day. I had that last week. It was sort of crushing. Because you're finally at the point where you're thinking, like, everything will always work out, it's great. And then it doesn't, not even a little bit. But then you can be like, okay, that's it, I'm giving up. And then um, I heard another content creator talk about this recently. Then you can be like, I was supposed to do X, become Y. But that's really a bullshit excuse, right? It's sort of what I always tell my family to do. is You have to get over things as fast as possible. 
Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, the best case, of course, would be if things don't even touch you in the first place. Like negative things. Like somebody cheated on you or somebody betrayed you, broke a deal off or something like that. Somebody did something to you that was not very nice or you lost someone or anything of the sorts. And you have to get over that as fast as possible if you let it get to you at all. Because, not, not because you don't like honor the people that you lost in case of like, you losing someone. And it's not about like you're not caring for the person you lost or even if somebody betrayed you by accident, they did something they weren't supposed to do. They didn't do it out of like harm's way, but they hurt you anyways. Um, so you have to sort of forgive and forget at once as fast as possible. Because everything you do from there on out, as long as you don't work through that, it will eat at you. It will block you. It will like hinder you at becoming anything else but that. And that's what people usually call baggage, right? You can be someone that has like barely any baggage if you know what you're doing and if you work through your problems as fast as possible. And Professor Peterson, some might know him, he talked about this before. Like trauma is not something that has to be there. Trauma is there because something awful happened to you and then your brain doesn't know why did this happen. So your brain at the same time is terribly afraid it will happen again. Like if you got abused as a child, you're a child. And even if you grow up afterwards, the state that happened in wasn't the state of child. So you don't know why. You don't know what happened, what led to it. Was it your own fault? Did you invite it? Did you like do something wrong? That's what you think, even subconsciously, maybe. Some people actively. And it will stay there as long as you don't understand it. That's why I always love solving problems. And I think that now that I understood this um, other concept, that's a lot easier for me to start getting through things. Because in the end, it's always just a riddle. Everything in life is just a riddle. And everything that's negative and raiding on your soul and your spirit sort of crushing you down slowly and steadily. It's all things you can get rid of just by understanding them. Like, you lost your partner of a few years to someone else. That's probably, like, in stuff like that, relationships, it's always both sides. But a big part of that, and when in doubt, the bigger part of it is on yourself. That might be that you run right from the start, that from the start you were like someone who wouldn't work in that type of relationship or that status. Or maybe you changed in a negative way because you suddenly thought things were like just there. That happens to a lot of relationships, I think. That people start out well, especially if you have to fight for getting the partner, which is a bad idea in the first place. But let's say you do. And then you get together and then suddenly instead of doing all those nice things, you just take them for granted. You don't do anything anymore. And then they look for someone else and then you're like, yeah, something went wrong here and I don't know what. Well, you should know, right? That's it. You know the answers to almost every problem 
almost almost every trauma you have or could have. The answers are usually there. The problem is understanding that you already have those answers and then finding them, right? Then working through them. And once you do that, and the best way, I think, to do that is either with another person, like a professional or something, or by writing it down and then, like, going over it. Because sometimes you have those thoughts that are just at the corner of your brain. They're just there and you don't really know them, but you know them. And then you write it down and suddenly it all comes out and then you reread it and then you finally understand it, right? It's a good way of solving problems. If I get stuck in anything I do, like programming or stuff, I just take like a few pieces of paper and just like write down, like do some like drawing about it or whatever. And then I find the solution, right? Because I'm taking a different approach, taking a little bit of a different way and that way having a chance of working through it. And yeah, I, I'm stuck on this point for a long time here. Like, but that's the first step, right? Uh, the first step after something bad happens, no matter what it is, is understanding why did it happen? And as I said, in doubt, expect the biggest fault to be on your side. And then once you understand what that fault is, even if in reality it wasn't really that, right? For example, you stop bringing your wife uh, like flowers or something and she cheats on you and leaves you. And you see like the loss loss of attention from your side as the fault. That might not have, not have been it or all of it or probably wasn't all of it, but it at least is some problem, right? Some problem you recognized in that situation. So for the future, you know one of your flaws and you can work on it. And for that example, you can always look at like your other friends then, right? Do I have friendships where I do the same? Like, someone left me because I just took him for granted. Am I doing that with my friends as well? And then you go through it, and maybe you find something, and then, you know, you can sort of, like, do tiny improvements. And then, maybe, that will clear up other paths where you had problems. Like, someone could have helped you, but they didn't, because you took him for granted for years. But you're starting to put in the work... And then at some point they're like, hey, here, actually I can do this for you because, you know, you're such a good friend. Um, it's usually not that people consciously rate stuff, right? O only, like, really a few people will be there with a checklist and be like, oh, he did this for me, now we'll do this, and then I can do that. In business, of course, but not in normal relationships. You have usually, right? But subconsciously, we all have that. Some lesser, some more. Like, if you're really agreeable, you will have a lot less of that. You will just look out for the other person and give way more than you take. If you're really not agreeable, you will always be like, yeah, what about me first, right? It's one of the dynamics we work with as humans. And then, so now you understood why you had a problem, right? Where was the hiccup in the road? Where did the landslide come from? Like, for us... The, a lot of the things that went wrong right now came from me being too nice to be a businessman. And Psytek, even though he is sort of in the boat partially for being like more of a hardest than me, he also didn't do it because the biggest problem 
in this whole situation for us was confidence in our work. Because I know I'm one of the best out there and I know I can't do everything, but they didn't sell that, right? What I sold was, I'm a beginner at this, I don't have a big portfolio, and you sort of have to trust me to get the job done. And that led to us doing things extra that we shouldn't have done for free. Or just like not being paid up front a certain amount of the contract and stuff like that, right? And it all led back to that one problem which I now identified. And now, at the same time, I'm doing two things, right? Like I'm working on that. Like I talked to all other people we're still in business with and was like, okay, this is how it looks. I can't pay rent on people telling me how amazing I am. I wish I could. And at some point, maybe if I'm famous enough, right? But but not right now. Right now, it's just, a, yeah, I I love that people like my work. I love that people like the idea of my work. But in the end, can I pay rent with that? Probably not. Because for that, I would have to convert it to sales. And, you know, it's sort of a thing. So now we started working on that which is sort of fixed for the future, but not for the immediate problem, which is right now, no monies, only a few savings left, what to do? So we're taking a detour. We're starting something else, another business. It's called dropshipping. Some have probably heard of it. If you haven't, it's basically like you open a store, but you don't have the things. Someone else has the things, and only if someone buys from you, you buy from the other person. And you add some service on top, so you charge a little bit more and, you know, you make things easier for people and you get money in the process. It's really simple and you can do it properly if you have, like, right products and producers so you don't scam people, right? That's the important part because I always want to earn money in a decent way with a clear consciousness, which in this world is, like, difficulty on its own. If you're a dick, if you're really a huge dick, it's so much easier. Sure, if you're always a dick in business, you will lose some sales to other people who are just nicer, right? But in the end, the business you do get will be advantageous for you. Like, for example, if I want to create something and I'm way too nice, I will probably create it under value and do way too much extra, right? While, while if I'm like a really badass dude, who's really always looking out for the ultra best for himself. Like, people ha hate him for this and can hate him whatever you want, but Trump is doing this, right? Whatever he does, he's not asking... If he wants to have your hand, right, he won't ask for your hand. First, he will ask for your entire upper body. And then when you say, like, what? No. He will leave the table. And then when he comes back, he still talks about wanting your entire arm. And you will probably agree that's kind of his style, because he's like, if I get up again, I'm I'm gone, right? And so he gets the hand and something extra, which he didn't need, but it was, like, nice for him. So that's, like, an easier way to get ahead, right, in business. While nice people, they only ask for the hand to begin with and then end up with a finger. <laughs> I don't know what I have about body parts. I think I gotta work through that as well. But hey. So yeah, you get my point, hopefully. So, we're taking a detour on that stuff. While we're working on the, like, 
foundational problems. Like one of them is the confidence in the, well, as I call it, hard assery of like buying stuff, right? Or selling stuff. That we know the value of stuff and we sell it at the value we know and not undervalue to just get any business at all. It's an important step. And then the other one, which is or another problem is like, for example, the uh, products. The products are great, but our presentation of them, uh, it's okay. The new website is great, but the product pages aren't yet. So, right, designer, do your thing, do that. So at the same time for this like landslide of problems that was created, I identified the problems. I identified the sources for the problems. Then I started working on those. At the same time, I'm finding a detour just to get, like, not stuck. Because if we only work on the other things, we still will be stuck until those other problems are fixed enough that it works, which might take a day, a week, a month, a year. You don't know, right? Depending on what your problem is, it will take forever to work through it. So long. I've been at this programming thing for a long time now. And even in the online streamer thing, and I mean, we we got quite far, but not nearly where we deserve to be, right? Uh, time, effort, and quality-wise. And I don't blame anyone else for that, except us, right? We asked too little, we did too much without getting anything for it, and we sort of expected too much niceness from others. In a world where that's really is is bad. Like in a perfect world, everybody is always out for the best for everyone else and not themselves. And in the end, because everybody is out for the best of everyone, everybody is happy, right? That's the perfect world. That's not the world we live in, though. And the world we live in, or in any world for that matter, if everybody gives but one person, that person takes... Like, not from the overall giving purpose, but if let's say if they, like, look out for themselves more than anyone else, right? They will win. And it's stupid to think about winning about others, because usually you don't want to compare yourself, you don't want to beat others. Uh, not even, like, in discussions or debates. You want to... If you aim to win, you will ultimately lose, because you can't ever win the other person over. But yeah... I hope you get the like essence of what I'm saying. We're not living in that perfect world, right? We have to look that and see that there are people who are looking out for themselves more, especially in certain areas, and then expecting them to be not that. It's a really stupid approach, and that's n on nobody but ourselves, right? And sure, we um, always should treat people the best, and we should always hope for the best, but we should always be prepared for the worst. That's something I like to do. It's, uh, and I was lacking on the expecting or hoping for the best part a long time in life. Because I was always like, yeah, I'm prepared for the worst because it will happen. That's not really a good approach. But, you know, you don't want to be blind to reality. I think that's the overall point I want to make besides the you have to keep going. Right? No matter what happens, you have to keep going. You have to find ways. You have to identify problems, fix them, then find detours around them, and then you keep going. And you just do that until it works out, right? But 
never forget the reality of things. Like, I would have loved to go to TwitchCon this year, but if it's not working, out. And it won't if I don't make, like, $2,000 in the next two weeks, which I might. Like, the detour we are doing is really great. So I might make that amount of money. I might still make it M. But I don't plan on, like, risking other things, on, like, taking the last money I have on a like one in a million chance that something really great comes out of it, right? Which is if I'm going by my own hero principle, a bad call, right? The hero principle, I talked about that in one of my Twitter videos. Um, a hero will always try, right? If there's a one in a billion shot to save someone, the hero will still try. The hero of the story always tries and he always wins. But then there's the reality part I'm talking about now, right? In reality, the hero doesn't always win. Maybe he wins like 80 out of 100 times, which is really great. But there's still 20 times he will lose. And in reality, like really really reality for most people, it's probably more like 50-50, if not like slouched a little bit to the negative side because you fuck up as well. Like maybe half of the things you try would work out. But then... Yet on top the mistakes you make, right? So like maybe like sixty percent don't work out. As long as you keep trying and improving, you will like notch that chance higher, and it will be in your favor eventually. Especially if you're like if you're an expert in a certain field, like if you're an expert salesman, you will like converse a lot, um, a lot more people. Like the conversion rate for sales usually is like three to five percent for most advertisement things, right? But there's, for example, one YouTuber I'm watching about style and health and stuff. And his conversion rate is almost 10%. It's 9 point, 9 point something. So he almost doubled the, like, normally highest rate that exists. Like, it's, of course, not the highest that overall exists. I don't think so, anyways. But thinking about that, like, he became such an expert in his field and in marketing and all the things he needs to do to sell his products, that he went from, like, 3%, where he probably started like anyone else, to 9 point something. It's tripled, just by becoming an expert, by getting, like, really precise, keeping, improve, uh, keep to improving yourself, like, keep to chipping away at those problems and mistakes, just, like, pushing the odds in your favor a little bit every time, right? Like, if you make... A thousand deals, and you improve a little bit every time. The last one will be a lot better than the first one, even if they both are bad, right? So, and I think that's it with everything. And maybe I'll do a full episode about this last part soonish. But yeah, my idea for things at the moment is the minimum of something is better than the maximum. If you can't do the maximum and you're not doing anything right now, right? So I, I probably like phrase it as complicated as possible. For example, your pouch, uh, couch potato. I want to say pouch potato. That makes no sense. You're a couch potato just sitting around on the couch or your PC chair, as many of us do, all day. You're not moving at all. Not any day of the week. Like maybe if you have to an appointment. But other than that, nah. I'm not getting out of this chair. 
So sure, what you should be doing is a full healthy diet, daily workouts, or at least five days a week, and getting enough fresh air. But how likely is it that you go from zero to 100 in one day? Not very likely, right? You can do it. And there are people who have done it. And you have to stick with it. That's the hardest part. So it's not that not that usable, applicable to do that, right? But what you could do is you just do the minimum. Like right now you're eating shit and you're not moving at all. Maybe start by not eating shit. Or you start by doing one push-up. You just start. That's the main point. Because doing something, even if it's suboptimal, you don't have an idea about proper diet. You don't have an idea about proper fitness. But you just start with something. That's, for example, why certain diets work for people. It's not that the diet is healthy. Like, only eating vegetables, while it's a great idea for the animals you're not eating, is not good for yourself. A lot of people who have been vegans without a clue for a longer time, they suddenly have, like, things missing in their body, right? It's just not a great idea. Much less, like, only eating meat is also not a great idea in my book. But, you know, there's certain things um, that are not good. But they are better than what you're doing. So they're still an improvement, so they're still worth doing, right? That's the point. If every day you only eat fast food and crap, and then you go over to only vegetables, yeah, that's an improvement for you because all the trans fats and seed oils and all that other toxic crap that you get in fast food every day, you're not getting that anymore. You're getting vitamins. That's a minor improvement, and it's not overall good, but it's still so much better than what you had before that it's worth doing it. And That's it for everything, right? If you want to be an artist, well, then draw something today. Or, like, if you want to be a musician, like, sing today. I don't know. Probably sound like shit. Probably sound like me. But hey, just do it. And do it tomorrow. And do it the day after. And then, like, maybe next week after you tried it for five, six days, you're starting to watch some YouTube videos about how to become a better singer. How to breathe properly. How to, like, Sing from the belt. Stuff like that. So, just start, right? The minimum is better than the maximum if you're doing nothing. And that will also help you improve, like, really quickly. If you're not doing anything right right now, and maybe the first thing you do is, like, a push-up, but on your knees. Well, it will not take you that long to get to one push-up. And then it will not take you long to get to two. And three and four and five and so on, right? Just because you started and you kept at it. A lot of us, I think, and me as well, I've definitely been guilty of this. We want to reach the stars and we think we do that by just jumping one time and we're up there. But that can't work. And even if it did work, it would not be sustainable. Because you jump up and then you're up there and then you fall down and that's, yeah, well, that didn't didn't go well, I gotta try again, but it probably won't work. But if I like inc- improve myself every day, just a little bit, and I just keep at it, eventually I will be consistently at that high level, right? Because I improved every day, so I always kept like a steady improvement. And yeah, 
So I hope you liked this ramble, ramble talk, talk ramble about, well, failure and detours and also just starting to do something, right? And keeping at it. Keep at it always. I, I think next time I'm going to talk more about that, like keeping at stuff, because I'm really bad at that. And even if not that many people listen to this podcast yet, you know, a big part of it is it's it's helping myself to stick to my principles, to stick to what I'm saying, just by pointing it out, right? That's a good way of doing things, by the way. That's also a good way to write stuff down, right? You, you write everything down you do and everything you want to do, and then you compare those lists, and you do that every day, and suddenly you're like, well, I want to eat healthy, but I eat crap every day. So maybe there's a problem. I want to lose weight, but I eat crap every day. I think that makes more sense. Anyways, thank you all for listening. If you got this far into this... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make future ones with less rambly. See, I'm rambling again. I'm so good at rambling. Maybe I'll keep it like this if people like it. But for now, though, you know what I always say? Life is an adventure, so as, as always, keep on adventuring. Bye-bye.